You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them Locked On sent you. We got big news to start off on Monday morning before the Titans got onto the practice field. We finally saw the debut of one of the most important players for the Titans in 2021. We're going to start off the show and I'm going to tell you exactly who that is that made their return, what they did during practice, and why it is so important for the Titans to get this player back now. Then, we will transition into a conversation about the practice in general. I'm going to tell you guys who stood out. We did get a little bit of an injury scare during Titans practice on Monday, so I'll tell you who that was and why there shouldn't be a lot of concern right now. We're going to take the optimistic approach. And then, to cap off today's show, we're going to talk about today's Titans practice and I might have gotten this a little mixed up yesterday but Tuesday today is the first padded practice for the Titans in training camp. I'm going to tell you with the pads on which positions are going to be watched even more closely than they were before. Also got a big time injury within the Titans division talking about that as well. So a big time Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! Titans fans, we have a lot to talk about on this Tuesday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast, and we are going to dive right in. But before we do, do want to remind you guys, I am going to be putting out Monday through Friday daily Tennessee Titans content here on the Locked On Titans podcast, not only during training camp, not only during the preseason, not only during the regular season, but all year long. Make sure that you never miss an episode of the Locked On Titans podcast by subscribing on whatever platform you do stream. Also, follow me on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter at Locked on Titans pod on Facebook and subscribe to the Locked on Titans YouTube page. I will be putting out the podcast as a video podcast here soon. Let's dive into which player made their Titans training camp debut and it was none other than Tennessee Titans first round pick cornerback Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. So, of course, Farley had back surgery early in the pre-draft process. Took him some time to get healthy, but now he is cleared and he is ready to go after passing a physical. And while Farley didn't participate in every aspect of the practice, having him out there, getting him acclimated to the system, actually going through the plays, working with his teammates, developing that chemistry, it's all very important. And speaking of that, Farley did not do any team or seven-on-seven work, but he did take part in individual periods and even seeing him out there during the individual drills, the speed, the athleticism, and the size. Six foot two, 
Caleb Farley is clearly the biggest cornerback on the team, and all reports indicate that was blatantly obvious. You definitely notice Caleb Farley out on the football field with that size and athleticism combination. Now, while he did just go in individual drills, he got some mental work in when he talked with Kevin Byard and Jackrabbit Jenkins throughout the entirety of the practice. So nice to see him get some physical work in in his first practice, but also talking to those vets, developing that chemistry, getting on the same page. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, all of that is so important. And that's why it's such a big deal that the Titans have Caleb Farley back out on the field now. You don't want a rookie to miss too much of training camp. It's important for the guys to be out there. All the reasons that I mentioned before about chemistry, continuity, getting on the same page with your teammates. But also, Caleb Farley has to get back into football shape. This guy hasn't played a football game in a very long time. So getting out there and actually doing football activities in the heat and in a competitive environment, it's going to be important. I would have been very, very worried if Caleb Farley would have not gotten any training camp time whatsoever and just showed up at the late portion of the preseason or the early portion of the regular season. So this is definitely an ideal outcome for Caleb Farley. But Caleb Farley wasn't the only Tennessee Titan to make their return to camp or make their debut to camp, I should say. Two other Titans that were on the physically unable to perform list joined the team on Monday. It was offensive tackle Ty Sambrillo and running back Jeremy McNichols. So both of those guys also made their return after passing physicals over the weekend. Ty Sambrillo is going to really have to get in there and mix it up. There's a lot of depth along the offensive line for the Titans, especially at the tackle position, which is his primary spot. You got Dylan Radins, you got Kendall Lamb, you got David Questenberry along with Taylor Lewan. So five tackles, including Sambrillo, who could potentially make this roster. Now, Sambrillo gives himself a really good chance because he can play some on the interior as well at guard. Definitely not center, but at guard. So that versatility helps him out. McNichols going to struggle to make this roster. The Titans are definitely going to be keeping Darrington Evans. They're definitely going to be keeping Derrick Henry. I think that Brian Hill is an absolute lock. And then Kari Blossom game at fullback is probably going to be a lock to make this roster. That's four backs that the Titans would be keeping. I don't see a spot for a fifth one. But McNichols, if he's going to have a chance to make that happen and make the roster again, he's going to have to start behind the rest of his teammates. But either way, good to get those guys back out on the field. Obviously, the big headline here is Caleb Farley. Excited to see what he can do. And if Caleb Farley can play up to his potential as a top 10 talent in the NFL draft, I think it'll go a long way for the Titans as they try to push towards a Super Bowl win. So I think this is a big, big, big step for Caleb Farley. And there was some concern that he would not be ready this early. And there wasn't a lot of clarification out there on when to expect him. So really nice to see Caleb Farley be able to join the team the day before the pads go on. And we are going to talk about that last practice before the pads go on. We talked about Caleb Farley, some of the guys making their debut. But let's dive into who stood out during practice, what took place. And I do have to say that Monday's practice was much more intense Then the previous practices before that, you can tell that the guys are warming up for the pads 
to go on. But before we get into that, do want to remind you guys about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You want to make sure that you get signed up today at betonline.ag because football is right around the corner. If you want to get signed up and you don't want to wait for football, baseball season is in full swing and you can play some wagers there. Just make sure that before the next pitch or before NFL kickoff, you use your laptop or mobile device, head to betonline.ag. You can sign up for a free account, but make sure you put in the promo code locked on. That's one word locked on because when you do make your first deposit with that promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So make sure you check out betonline.ag. That's betonline, your online sportsbook experts. fans, we are going to continue this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, breaking down everything you need to know from Monday's practice. We started off talking about the debut of Titans rookie cornerback Caleb Farley. Now we're going to go into some additional news and notes and some individual performances from Monday's practice outside of the debut of the rookie corner, and we will cap off the show previewing today's practice where the Titans finally put on the pads. But going into the notes from Monday's practice, number one, as I mentioned before, it was a very lively practice. All the reports indicate energy was very, very high on Monday, and that makes sense. The Titans had an off day on Sunday, and remember I talked last week about that first day of school theory. The Titans came out First day of practice, and they were ready to go. That second day, there was a lot of sloppiness, and it's like your first day of school and then your second day of school. That first day, you're running on energy. You're running on adrenaline from being back in school. That second day kind of hits you like a ton of bricks. Well, after that first week, you're finally adjusted. You're ready to go. You're used to the routine. So the Titans were ready to go on this Monday, and the players know. The pads come on today, or from their perspective, tomorrow. So I'm sure that was in the back of their minds as well. But some standouts, some individual standouts from practice. Number one, wide receiver Chester Rogers continues to make plays. He had a big touchdown catch on a contested pass. Uh, He's been playing very well, and he adds the ability to return punts, which is an open role for the Titans right now. So if Chester Rogers can prove himself as a reliable end-of-the-depth chart wide receiver and add value on punt return, Going to be hard for him to not get one of the roster spots the Titans have open at the end of the wide receiver depth chart. Also, on the flip side of things, Christian Fulton probably had his best day of training camp. He had an interception on Ryan Tannehill. He should have had two more interceptions that went off his hand. So seeing Christian Fulton get a little bit more comfortable after struggling early on in camp will be very, very important for the Titans defense. If they can get Christian Fulton at his best, they can get Caleb Farley back out on the field. The Titans secondary is all of a sudden shaping up. And speaking of the secondary, a guy who I got to be honest, I'm not very optimistic that he makes the team, but cornerback Chris Jackson, who was the seventh round draft pick last year, has been playing very well according to reports. Now, Chris Jackson is a smaller guy. He's going to be working inside in the slot on the defense, but he can definitely help himself by playing special teams and carving out a role there. That's absolutely, I'm sure he knows that's what he has to do. So good to see that he's playing well, 
but I am a little bit skeptical of his chances long term. Also, do got to mention this. The new kicker, Sam Ficken, was out on the field. Ficken was kicking, you could say. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had I had to. I had to. Anyways, it was an off day for the kickers, meaning technically they weren't involved in team period. Technically, they weren't on the main field doing simulating, you know, like an actual kicking situation. But the kickers did work on the side field, so Ficken most certainly got kicks in and everything like that. Mike Vrabel said he'd have to review the tape, but technically it was an off day for the kicking unit. So Ficken will probably be put to the test officially tomorrow or today, I guess, for you guys. Obviously, I record on Monday evening, so that's the end of that confusion. But also want to talk about some some negative portions of practice as well. Number one, with Julio Jones. So Julio Jones, as Mike Vrabel has mentioned, has not taken part in team act uh, in team drills like seven on seven or eleven on eleven periods. He's only been involved in individual drills. Well, on Monday, Julio finally got his first taste of some sort uh, of team activity. He participated in seven on seven drills and he caught a touchdown pass. But at some point during seven on seven drills, he went up for a pass. It tipped off his fingertips. He hit the ground kind of hard. He waited for about 10 minutes on the sideline, and then he walked inside with the trainer. Now, Mike Rabel didn't express a lot of concern, but why would he? Why would he let us know that it's something to be concerned about until he knows what is really going on. So right now, most people around the situation are are being optimistic, saying there's nothing really wrong with Julio Jones, but, you know, he was just being very cautious. Mike Vrabel was optimistic, like I said, in his press conference, but we don't know right now. So I'll make sure to update you guys on the status of Julio Jones as soon as possible. But on the flip side of that, A.J. Brown continues to dominate, had three touchdown catches on the day, two of those coming during team red zone periods. So A.J. Brown continuing to ball out. The last thing that I want to mention here about individual performances are the quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill threw another interception on the day. A couple other balls that should have been picked. Same thing, Deshaun Kaiser threw an interception. Logan Woodside should have been picked off as well. A lot of interceptions for the quarterbacks early on in Titans training camp. And Mike Vrabel talked about the fact that, you know, it's good defense, but also the quarterbacks are making bad decisions as well. These aren't a lot of bad throws. These are bad decisions that the quarterbacks are making coming directly from the head coach on that quote. So with the struggles of Ryan Tannehill, which I talked about, and I got crushed on Facebook for saying that Ryan Tannehill may be experiencing some negative symptoms from his COVID vaccine. People uh, either just not listening to the video that I posted and just saying I'm making excuses for the guy or just a multitude of different things. Facebook truly is a wasteland. But either way, Ryan Tannehill continues to struggle. Hopefully he gets that together. Defense is going to be a little ahead of offense early on. Offense is a lot more complicated. Everything has to work together. Defense, you can go out there, play fast, physical, aggressive. These guys have been playing man coverage, cover two, cover three, cover four for years and years and years. So you could jazz it up and call it whatever you want, but it's still a coverage that they're used to. So it makes sense that maybe the offense is a little bit behind. Ryan Tannehill hasn't had his top wide receivers out there the majority of the time. So don't don't want to make too much of it. But you still got to monitor that performance here, and you'd like to see the Titans' offense get a little bit sharper as we move into the padded portion 
of training camp. Lastly, the last thing I want to mention are the players who were missing or got injured during practice. We saw no Jeff Swain, no Josh Reynolds, no Derek Roberson, no Paul Adams. Also, Ty Sambrillo, who made his debut on Monday, left early. You got to think that maybe that was planned maintenance. They don't want to throw him out there for the entirety of the practice. Similarly, Spencer Pulley, the recently signed center for the Titans, was taken into the locker room early. Again, no indication here uh, of an injury like with Ty Sambrillo. Could just be some general maintenance as these guys are making their first appearances with the Titans in training camp. And you got to make sure their conditioning is up to par as all the other guys out on the field do have a little bit of an advantage as they were in camp earlier. Uh, Also do want to mention that Taylor Lewan left early. Now, this is probably a part of the daily maintenance of Taylor Lewan, but of course, never want to hear that. But again, I'm choosing to be optimistic with a lot of these injuries. Mike Vrabel has already shown that he intends to be overly cautious when it comes to the health of his players, and I honestly can't disagree with a veteran-laden team like the Titans. Now, we are going to talk about today's practice which is going to be the first practice with pads for the Titans. I'm going to tell you which positions this affects the most and which positions will be evaluated even more sternly now that the pads are on. Also, we'll update you on a pretty major injury within the Titans division. Before we do that, got to remind you about the title sponsor of the show, rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving online customers for over 20 years. The rockauto.com catalog It's remarkably easy to use. It's easy to navigate. Anything that you need, you can get delivered directly to your door in just a few easy clicks. You can see all the different brands, all the different specifications, and all the different prices for all the different parts that you may need right there in front of you. And speaking of prices, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they're the same for everyone. One thing I didn't know is that chain auto parts stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. There's no way that I'm going to a store that may not have the part I need in stock that's also going to charge me more than the guy standing next to me. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and make sure that when you make your order, you put locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We are going to cap off this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast with a discussion about today's practice when the pads finally come on for the Titans. Of course, we started out today's show talking about Caleb Farley and his debut at Titans training camp. Then we talked about all the news and notes you need to know from Monday's practice. Now want to preview today's practice and I have some position groups laid out who I think are going to be affected by putting the pads on the most. I'm going to outline all the names and all the positions that you need to pay attention to. Before we get into that, do want to tell you guys about the Locked On Bets podcast. Betting on the Titans doesn't have to be a guessing game. When you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, 
blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Let's dive into these positions. I think they are going to have a heightened importance when the pads come on. And obviously, it's all of the positions that rely more on physicality. The wide receivers, the cornerbacks are out there running around doing individual drills. And the physicality will change a little bit, but only so much based on the rules in the NFL. It's not like the defense can rough up the wide receivers nonstop. It's just not how the game is played. But on the interior, in the front seven, in the trenches, and... On special teams, cannot forget the third phase of the game. On special teams, putting the pads on will separate who's going to make the roster and who can handle the physicality. So the first position that I want to talk about is the defensive line. Obviously, that is nothing but contact nonstop. On the lines is where things are really going to ratchet up. And you look at guys on the defensive line. You look at uh, Tyre Tart, who's impressed very much early in camp, but with no pads on, how much is that interior penetration, that quickness going to be able to translate once the pads go on. Similarly, Laurel Murchison going into his second year has been a, a, a rave review out of camp early on, but hard to take those reviews seriously when they don't have pads on at a position that relies on it so much. Even further down the depth chart, a guy like Naquan Jones, the undrafted free agent, Anthony Rush, Kyle Pecco, Woodrow Hamilton, Trevon Colley. I mean, All these guys have the opportunity with pads on now to really show what they can do. Everything prior to that is just hopes and wishes. Moving forward, but still on the defensive side of the ball, in the front seven, the linebacker group. And there's a lot of linebackers gunning for not a lot of spots. Special teams are going to be very important to this group, but their ability to rush the passer, but not only that, to hold up against the run will be tested with the pads on. You think about John Simon, think about the rookie Rashad Weaver, you think about Wyatt Ray, uh, Ola Daney, you think about B.J. Bello, Jan Johnson, Monty Rice, David Long, Justin March. I mean, the, the list goes on. All of these dudes are not only battling it out for roster spots, but they're also fighting for playing time when the roster is put together. You look at John Simon and Rashad Weaver, those two guys together, they're going to be fighting for very limited edge rusher opportunities because they're going to be second or third on the depth chart. So, These battles, these physical wins that they could have during training camp practice going to be very, very important. The offensive line as well. This is going to be big for the starting right tackle position. Also, like I mentioned, going to be a lot of competition for the last few spots on the roster for the offensive line. There's a lot of talented offensive linemen. And I got to be honest with you guys, I would bet that after the Titans do make their roster cuts, a lot of the offensive linemen that the Titans had in the program are going to get picked up by other teams. The Titans just have a good amount of talent and depth along the offensive line right now. So Dylan Radins, Kendall Lamb, Ty Sambrillo battling it out for that right tackle position. But it's not only that. David Questenberry wants to make this team. Spencer uh, Pooley is now trying to make this team. You look at a young guy like, well, not young, but Daniel Murner, who's been struggling in camp. Aaron Brewer needs to get back out on the field. Who will take these spots 
directly behind the starters on the interior. That's another battle that is going to be waging the entire time while the pads are on. And guys know that their life is on the line. Their job is on the line. So we're going to see some physicality. We've already seen some dust-ups, some some fighting you know, here and there, a little spout of verbal disagreement here and there. That's only going to become more often seen as we continue going forward with the pads. But you got to make sure no one gets hurt. Like the offensive line, the tight end position, how you hold up in the run game. Yeah, anybody can release out into their passing route. Anybody can do a block when there's no pads on. But how do you hold up when things are live? Miller Forrestall, the undrafted free agent. Also, you look at Tommy Hudson, Luke Stalker. These guys are going to have a chance to make the team by proving that they can block, especially with the Titans' run-heavy offense. Then, finally, you look at special teams. The Titans have a ton of different players that are going to be very, very important on special teams at wide receiver, at cornerback, at safety. It's going to be the determining factor and whether or not these guys get roster spots outside of the locks that we know at wide receiver. Marcus Johnson, Chester Rogers, Cam Batson, Fred Brown, Cody Hollister, Nick Westbrook, Racy McMahon, Mason Kinsey, uh, Kalijah Liscomb. I mean, all of these dudes have to prove their value in special teams. And when you're gunning, you're running down on kickoff, you're holding up as a blocker on kickoff return. All of that stuff requires tremendous physicality and toughness to do over and over and over again. So the Titans are really going to have their eye on the special teamers. On the defensive side of the ball, some more guys are going to be kind of fighting in that battle. Matthias Farley, Breon Body Calhoun, Maurice Smith, Brady Breeze, even Dane Crookshank is going to have to prove his value on special teams to keep a roster spot in his fourth year. Also, you think about Breon Borders, Kevin Peterson, Greg Maben, even Elijah Molden, Chris Jackson, all of these guys, special teams is going to be a key to them making the roster, and you got to have physicality and toughness when you play special teams at any level, but especially in the NFL. The last thing that I want to talk to you guys about today is a major injury within the division, and it was starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz. He has a foot injury. We've talked about it previously on the show, I believe last week, but we finally got an official timeline. Five to 12 weeks on Carson Wentz, and Mike Vrabel even made a joke in his press conference when told about that today, basically saying that making the timeline five to 12 weeks, well, you got to be right. I mean, it's going to be in between there, but let's put it this way. Optimistic view is he'll be ready for week one, a couple of weeks of rehab and rest, and he'll be good to go. Odds are he'll miss a couple of weeks at the beginning of the season. The Titans play the Colts at home in week three. The Titans then play the Colts on the road in Indianapolis in week eight. And if Carson Wentz is out for the entire 12 weeks, that means that he would be ready to go against the Titans in week eight. So hopefully I do get my wish and the Titans get to play against Carson Wentz at least one time this season because I do want to be able to have the Titans beat the Colts and not hear any excuses from Indianapolis. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. I will be back with you guys tomorrow to recap the first padded practice of the season. I am so excited for everything that could take place. Make sure that you never miss an episode of the number one, the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world by subscribing to the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.